What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy, so I am here with my co-host, Sharona. Welcome to the George Mossy Show. So we have watched the 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, season seven, part three of our four-part tell-all. And people on Twitter were saying that there was a lot of filler. They were like, we're watching the same scenes over and over each week. And that did happen the first couple of episodes, but this one was pretty good. So I want to jump in and talk about this situation with Ed and Liz. So Liz feels that she needs Ed to own up to all of the things that he's done. And we watched him on last week, look his ex Rose in the face and she caught him and told him, showed screenshots and he still accepted zero responsibility. In, in actuality, he retaliated against Liz and asked for the ring back instead of just saying, look, you caught me. I was talking to her. I apologize. I should have admitted to what I had done. And she wants him to just own up to it. And it's like, at this point, I don't think Ed is capable of owning up to anything because we actually saw Liz pull up screenshots of this Asian dating site that she has been telling us about. And she had screenshots where it said that he was active two hours ago. Now, we don't know what date that these screenshots were on, but we know it was within the last months or so. So he was active on that and even being presented with that. And okay, so I want to jump back. Did you notice that Liz went into the green room and she showed the screenshots to Shida and not Ed? Do you feel like a bit dysfunction? Because I feel like the fight is between her and Ed, and they need to learn how to communicate with each other. Why was Shida the first person to see the screenshots? Honestly, I don't know. I thought that that was really weird, too, because you should be trying to fix the problem with your fiance. I get wanting to, like, vent to your friend or whatever, but, like, first of all, I'm not sure if they're friends yet. So I don't know if I would just be showing someone else my problems when I could go straight to the person that I have the problem with and be like, look, you did this. Like, why did you do this? Yeah, it's kind of weird that she didn't show it to Ed. I don't, I don't get that. It's very weird because I was like, they need open communication and they need to learn how to hear each other. So mm. the first thing that she did was go and tell someone else. And it's almost like she needs someone to vouch for her and to back her up. Because maybe in the relationship, she kind of feels like she's alone and her voice doesn't mean anything. So she kind of feels like, well, if I can get someone else to bring it to him, maybe he will listen. And if that's the case, I don't even know if this relationship should continue because if you don't have a voice and if you can actually present someone with actual proof of something that they're doing and it means nothing to them, I don't see a relationship at all. And it's like, at this point, we found out she was wearing her ring again. And she said, mm -hmm. oh, well, I just, I feel like it's, I'm missing something when it's not on. So I had to put it back on. Is that really what it is? Or is she just to the point where regardless of Ed's behavior, she's just going to deal with it. And I feel like that's probably where she is in this relationship. She just kind of deals with whatever he gives her. Honestly, like what you said, I think this relationship should have been over when it first started because it's never been healthy. Um, so that's what I think. But yeah, I don't know. If I was in a relationship like that and I took my ring off and I was like, well, I feel like something's missing. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't wear it though because I wouldn't let someone treat me like that. Like that's just so toxic. There's no reason for her to be wearing that ring. There's no reason unless she's trying to like get back with him or something or like once. I don't know. I, I don't even know why you would work on that. They're, they're never, I, I feel like they're never going to work that out. I feel the same way. And we saw in the preview for next week that they said that they were going back to San Diego together to the same house. Mm -hmm. And then Ed caught a flight and left her in New York. So like you said, I don't uh, see any resolution between mm -hmm. these two. It's always such petty BS. Like, she made me upset. She didn't stand up for me. So I'm going to say her relationships are toxic. I'm going to leave her in NYC. I'm going to teach her a lesson. And it's like, is he your dad? Or is he <laughs> your boyfriend? Because everything isn't a lesson. You know, every sometimes you just have to be an adult and talk to each other and deal with it. 
Yeah, definitely. I don't know. That's if someone left me in a different city. <laughs> well, first of all, I would have blocked that fool a long time ago. But if you leave me in another city, there's a big problem. You're ne- I'm never speaking to you again. I'm pawning that ring. <laughs> Get the money. Get the money and run. We saw Summit's family. So unfortunately, we didn't get to see Jenny's daughter and her wife, which I love. They're my favorite. Yeah, I love them too. Christina, I love you. Um, But they weren't there. So Summit's family, minus his mom, decided to come on the show. And we learned something very interesting. They have actually accepted Jenny as his wife. Now, this is a huge deal. 11 years, God, 11 years, they have accepted her, but they still aren't allowing her to come to family functions because the functions are planned by Summit's mother, who was visibly absent from the tell-all. She's still being petty. She's still not accepting Jenny for the relationship that they have. I, I, why am I calling it a relationship? For the marriage mm-hmm. that they have. And Summit's father is just like, they're already married. And I'm just going to accept it for what it is. And Summit's mother is just not on board. And I don't know if she'll ever be on board. And I really just feel like they're wasting their time. And Summit's like, oh, I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to stop trying to improve that relationship and win my mom over. But it's like, if people can't accept your marriage for what it is, 11 years together, you're married, you have made that dedication to each other, you live together, this is your life. Maybe it's it's their problem and not yours. And I feel like Jenny definitely needs to be put first. He is still putting his mom first after all the things that she has said and done. And she's so nasty to Jenny. Like all of the little snarky comments that we watched over the seasons, calling her dirty, calling her lazy. I mean, I get that you don't approve of a relationship, but you don't have to be petty and nasty. You can mm-hmm. just say, you know what? I wish my child was with someone else. And you could leave it at that, but she had to go and insult her and personally say nasty things. Or I feel like that's that's the huge problem there. Yeah, no, definitely. I hate how his mom treats her, and like it shouldn't. I mean, people are gonna love someone regardless of their age. It does not matter. And if they're that happy, and it's been eleven years, I don't think she's going anywhere. And his mom, I hope, will come around. I don't think she will, but I mean, we can hope for poor Jenny because Jenny is just the sweetest person. She deserves. I don't know how you couldn't like her. Like, I don't get it. I really don't understand that. I really feel like the age difference is such a huge deal for their culture. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously in our culture, it's not a big deal. People don't really care. We're, we don't even, like, raise an eyebrow anymore. It's almost normal. Like, yeah. when people are, like, people will show up to some a function or somewhere and they'll have a girl that's 20 years younger than them or a guy that's 10 years younger. No one cares. Like, no. literally, people are like, Good for you. You know, like, good for you. I am I like what you're doing there. Good for you. You got what you wanted. You went after it. Boom. Cool. But it's like in their, in their culture, they can't accept the idea of anything other than the cultural norm. Mm-hmm. And I know that in these religions and cultures, they're very strict. And I mean, marriages are arranged a lot of the time. So I know that we'll never fully understand the dynamics and complexity of what they're going through. But it's, it's almost like as we progress, it's 2023 in every nation, in every country, on every continent. I feel like we should all be progressing in our own way. And I feel like some of these cultures and some of these countries, hey, haven't progressed in hundreds and hundreds of years. And it just makes you wonder and worry, like, where are we going? You know, where are we going as a people, as a nation, as a country, as a world, if we can't mm-hmm. accept our own children's choices? We have to sometimes put other thoughts and cultures and practices aside. And I really feel like all religions and all nations and all practices and cultures have to adapt that into their culture because it's you can't really 
disapprove of someone's life and their lifestyle. Like that, that's such a huge thing. You can just say, I don't approve of how you're living your life. I'll never understand that. I mean, honestly, like you said, we're in 2023 now. Jenny's not going anywhere. And in, I mean, I get it's their culture. I get that. But like, come on. 11 years, the deal's done. All right. So Joby did some research on Michael's Instagram. So I don't want to say Michael's Instagram because I'm going to put like quotation. So they believed that it was Michael's Instagram. But then after doing some investigation, they actually believe that it's not because the pictures that they showed kind of looked like they were non-candid. They could have been screenshotted. But Angela said it was the captions that mm -hmm. made it real for her that it wasn't a real page because she knows how he talks. She knows his English. She knows the words that he uses. And she said that it just wasn't something that she could see him or hear him say. But in the corner of her mind, she said that he has been doing shady things for so long and not giving her the full truth. In the back of her mind, she still feels it could possibly be someone that he knows that is controlling the page and then reporting back to him. But again, she can't prove that. But it's, it's interesting that they were able to get pictures of him because he is from another country. So if you're not on social media, it will be difficult for someone to get pictures of you unless they know you, right? I mean, I could be wrong. How else would they get pictures of him? Because you could screenshot something from the TV, but you can kind of tell that's yeah. not a selfie. So it's like, where did they get these pictures? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like I kind of do when Angela, like but even before Angela said that it could be one of his friends like running his Instagram or someone he knows, I, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. Because like you said, like regardless of the language or the lingo or whatever, they have the pictures. Mm -hmm. They're not photo, like you can tell they're not Photoshop or just ripped off of the internet. Like it's just a little fishy for me. And honestly, like, I don't know. He needs to stop putting my girl Angela through so much. <laughs> I don't know how much Angela can take like how much more she's oh. been through so much and like literally when she's sitting there and they're interacting at the tell-all you can see the stress mm -hmm. in her eyes and in her face yeah. she's just so stressed and she's like how much more of this can I endure just as a woman as a person yeah. how many more lies how much more shady stuff can we uncover because she's literally sitting in the chair like what next? What now? Like I've defended him. I fought for this relationship and I feel like he's not doing the same for me. And speaking of, at the end of the episode, we watched Michael after she told him, Angela said, do not under any circumstance go anywhere near, hang with, Ugh. fraternize, be around Usman. I do not allow it. It will not happen. And her reason was I'm effing him and, and he's not, so I get to make these decisions. And the first thing that he did, he's like, I'm going to go and settle this with Usman right now. And he went to get him. So I don't know how this is going to go because Angela has already said that their relationship is in a very fragile state. At any point, this relationship can fall apart and be over. So will this be the, the end of the relationship? Because she made it very, very, very clear to mm -hmm. stay away from Usman. And right at the last second, we saw them interacting and we don't know what the interaction was, but it doesn't really matter because Angela said it shouldn't have never happened. I feel like this through the progression of the tell-all, we've seen such a different side of Angela. She started off really strong, like her normal Angela, like really, you know, she came out swinging. And then we've just seen her progressively get softer and softer because she's so worn down. And like you said, you can see it in her face. It's like mm -hmm. Michael is wearing this poor woman down and she doesn't deserve that. I mean, she has held him down the whole time. I don't care. Honestly, Break his car. Do whatever you need to do, girl, because you have been holding that man down and he's been doing you dirty. And I do not like that. I'm sorry, Michael, but 
your nice guy card has been revoked. And it I, has. And that car is Angela's anyway. Because I tweeted that. I was like, is it really wrong if she's breaking her own car because she bought it? I mean, it's bad to break the car, but it's yours. You know, Michael made it seem like, oh, you came here, you destroyed my car. I'm like, I mean, technically, if we're going to get technical, she bought it. She pays your bills. So she could come over here and literally set it on fire. You know, like it's hers. It's her property. She Mm -hmm. paid for it. But again, like you said, what more can he do? And it's like, I kind of wish he would just come clean and just put everything out there so they can start over because Angela is just to the point where she's like, I don't know what to do because his visa can be approved at any moment Mm -hmm. and I can't trust him. And that's a scary feeling knowing that you might be bringing someone to another country that you cannot fully trust. Yeah. Like I, if I was her, I would be really scared because I feel like every time Michael opens his mouth, it's another lie. It's another lie. It's just, I don't, I feel like I, you know, I wanted to think he was so good for such a long time. And it just revealed that like, he's the villain. It's not Angela. He's driving her crazy. And she does not deserve that. No woman deserves to be put through what she's being put through, especially since they're across the freaking world. And then he's about to come here. Like, what is he going to do when he comes here? Is he going to still do the same crap that he's doing now? And I I just, I really want the best for Angela. She needs like a really nice guy. Angela, we're going to try to find someone better. Right. I don't want to end your marriage, Angela. But if we did have to, like, we will definitely screen some guys for you. And they, first of all, we'll all be taking lie detector tests. Every single one. And if we catch one thing close (laughs) to being untrue, they're gone. Completely gone. They can't even interact with you. They're done. They're blocked. You don't even have to interact with him at all. All right, guys, we have run out of time. So we're going to come back with part two because apparently Bilal is ready to have a child and Shida might not be. And then Kim and Usman and Jamal kind of brawl it out on this tell-all. All right, guys, I'm George Masi. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Masi at georgemasi.com and anywhere you get your podcast. Make sure you're following my co-host Sharona as well. Her links are right here at the bottom. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon.